Yo, what is up? It is Tuesday. Kyle's back in the office. Today we're going to talk about a few things. Porsche is selling to people like its shares. Tesla pulls their full self-driving team and Ethereum merges in a success. Total success. The people really want to know who I is. Complete and utter success. It does actually blow my mind. I don't know enough to know how much of a success it was, but I know enough to know. It could have been, you know. You know enough to know it could have been a disaster. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. We were going to talk about it yesterday, but other more important things took took the Ethereum story out and put it into right. today. But that's okay. That's okay. Kyle, you spent the day in Atlanta yesterday on the oh, golf man. course, but uh, like, if there's a lot more going on than just golf. Well, there was a lot more going on than just golf. There was a lot of fun stuff. I'm going to try and get a couple of the things up on social today, but like Beaver Toyota threw down in typical fashion, like I said yesterday on the podcast. Um, you know, they brought a long drive guy that uh, on one of the, I think it was like on. What's a long drive guy? Uh, so I mean, I can, kind of, the name is kind of self-explanatory, but is this like, like, like a kind of like you'd bring in a magician, you like bring in a long drive guy just to show you like. Look at that long drive. Well, so there's long there's a long drive tour, right? Where where these guys they they can their sticks are like three to four inches longer than a typical driver, so they can hit longer. And so they're you know they they hit drives with these things. They're are they like illegal? Right? It's like yeah, they, they would be illegal. Like gotcha. the, the the all everything about the club is not. PGA Tour certified, but, so it's long but drive it loves tour. physics, is what you're saying. It loves physics. Okay. <laughs> they crush the ball like the 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 guys that hit the longest are up in like the 430, 430 <laughs> 440 range oh with a driver. It's unbelievable, right? Um, and so yeah, so but they bring him in, and then he does like all types of trick shots and that type of thing. So there was that it's like the Harlem Globetrotters of golf. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. So that, that he's out on the course, you know, you've got all these, you know, it's a typical golf challenge, but um, it was incredible. It's the first time they ever did it. And they raised over a hundred thousand dollars for two Ooh. charities in the Atlanta area and the Forsyth County area. So um, all, all going to uh, charities and, and nonprofits that, that support kids and mentor kids and give kids access to camps that wouldn't otherwise be able to go to camps because of disabilities or anything like that. So uh, just Wait, this was the first year they did the golf thing or the first year they brought in the long drive guy? The golf thing. Oh. Yeah. So they had never done it before. And it was like, man, they, wow. they've got a lady named Cheryl that does all their community stuff there. She was unbelievable. Just had had her arms around the whole thing. There were it was it was great to see, you know, like a bunch of their automotive partners and then even their other partners there and then community members like the, their AC company sent a crew. Right. And then you got. Uh, companies like Foundation Direct and Auto Trader and Drive Centric that are that are their partners coming in and and supporting right. So it was just this massive community build. And I think I mean I, I see dealers doing this all over the country with golf tournaments Absolutely. and different fundraisers. Yeah. But it's really cool when you can see all of these elements of community coming together to support a local um, nonprofit. It was it was really fun. Just like everything too, like when your boots are on the ground, right? You kind of you kind of get the feels right. And you see the people yep. that benefits and, and you see the camaraderie, you see the, um, you know, you just see all the things that like a new story will never cover. Yes. Right. It's like, exactly. Hey, we raised a bunch of money for some people. Right. But when you're there, it's like, Oh, actually there's intentionality and there's care and there's, you know, community built around that thing. That's awesome. Exactly. Well, it was really cool. That you got to do that. Um, 
and and spend some time with some really amazing people. It's funny watching Patrick all of a sudden be noticed over the last six to nine months and kind yeah. of watch watch the attention like kind of move over and be like, who what who is this and what are they doing? Right. And you realize like, oh, it's not like every overnight success, right? <laughs> like oh, no, they I mean they you started don't get out forty to fifty people to follow you from Florida to Georgia. No, this if, store started with 150 cars a month, what, two and a half, three years ago. Um, so, you know, and now is selling 600 cars a month that, you know, that's not an overnight success. It's a lot of intention. It's a lot of community build. It's a lot of care for com employees and customers. So um, I, I think, you know, this is just one example of a lot of what's going on across automotive. And so you had a little toy that you brought with you and you sent a text message like, dude, deal like, Dealer marketing departments have zero excuses now. I did have a toy. It's the new iPhone. And we, uh, I mean, you and I keep saying this over and over and over. Um, <laughs> that you shot. Can see, if you're not you can watching. See, yeah, you can see the shot right now. But it's like, it's absolutely incredible what just an iPhone is able to with its image stabilization, with the cinematic mode. And it doesn't even do it justice if it's you're amazing. on the stream in what the actual shot looks like. No, the like sharpness. You, were, you sent it to me yeah. after you took it, and I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So uh, here's the thing. If you have someone with an iPhone or even some of the new, um, you know, the Samsung phones, like the level of quality that you get out of a phone these days if you just have someone with the right eye with a little bit of creativity and then some editing skills like you can get a ton done for your brand and just constantly pump out content there's no literally no excuses oh man well there'll be excuses but there should there be none be should be, should none. be none uh we have an auto collabs <laughs> episode i believe dropped this morning is it matt jones can we check yeah. that isaac check that pretty sure i saw someone, that someone check that Double check. check, fact check, fact check. If, if Tuesday it, morning, I'm pretty sure it's Matt Jones, Matt Jones, um, director of communications at true car. I think that's his title. Fact check me. If it's not, we're just going to fact check all day. <laughs> Great. we got the comment up. Um, an awesome dude. Awesome interview. You have to check it out. Um, are we streaming it at noon? I should know more about what's going on around here. If we're not Absolutely streaming, streaming we're, it okay, we're streaming it live <laughs> at noon um, on LinkedIn and Facebook. But if you just search Auto Collabs on your favorite podcast platform, it will be there waiting for you at whatever speed you want to listen to. We did that just for you. You can change the speed. It's a feature Without that's a exclusive. If you want to hear Sonu. Michael Cirillo at 2x, you can. I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, granted, on the way his voice held up. At a SotoCon, you're going to need to listen to it at 2X just to have it sound a little bit more normal. Okay, let's get into some news today. Um, I don't know if you've heard this, but Porsche is having an IPO, meaning you can own a little piece of that brand. The demand for the Porsche IPO is outpacing supply. It's a really good problem for them to have. As the cornerstone investors move quickly to scoop up large portions of available shares, who then will probably resell to some retail um to retail investors. Now, I spent like 20 minutes this morning trying to understand what the structure was. I was like, who's this? Who's that? I try to break it down as simply as I can so you don't have to spend time. So basically it's this. Volkswagen is the selling entity. They own the brand. They're selling the brand. The public entity, which retail traders can trade, is called Porsche AG. That's the new company that is going to come mm -hmm. from Volkswagen selling it. And its shares are going to be split in two ways. Ordinary shares and preferred shares. Now, the ordinary shares are actually the better ones. 
if that yep. makes sense, right? I thought the preferred shares were good one, but it's that took me like 10 minutes to figure out. I'm like, oh, the ordinary <laughs> ones are the great ones and the preferred ones, it's like it's opposite day on Tuesday. So um <laughs> So the ordinary, so the ordinary oh my, shares carry voting so. rights. The the preferred shares don't. Ordinary shares, basically, the family, the family owned trusts, uh, the Peach and the Porsche family own are going to own twenty five percent plus one per, plus one share, so that they can actually block and really control the company. So Volkswagen, control, alone. it's controlling rights, right? Exactly. And yep. so that's going through, but. Um, a bunch of other large investment firms are scooping up all of the preferred shares, which are the less desirable ones. But still, they're great. And they're going to, you know, so companies like T. Rowe Price, um, some sovereign wealth funds of Norway and Abu Dhabi. I was like, this is getting legit, right? Always Abu Dhabi. People, they got <laughs> you got to watch stuff. out for those Abu Dhabi investors. They always get you. So basically, the company's valued at $80 billion with a B. They, between like how much Volkswagen is going to hold on to, how much they're going to sell, they're planning on raising $20 billion in cash from the sale. That's a little bit of money to invest in electrification. I think they're going to be all right. I, I'm just having a guess. And, and here's the thing. I'm excited to see what they do with it because I think that they can get, they can, you know, I, I love that these luxury brands are starting to really, really dive in because like we've said, especially early early on, which we're still in early adopter phase. It doesn't seem like it because electrification has really been going on for 30, 40 years, but like we're still in an early adoption phase. It's a luxury brand. Like EV is luxury right now. And so the Port uh, players like Porsche have a unique opportunity to lean into that luxury brand uh, and do some hopefully really unique stuff uh, with, with what they come out with. But I'm guessing this 20 billion is going to go a long way to making sure that they to to making sure that they have uh, some some really cool tech. You know, you and I are big fans of brand plays, and get this, this is my favorite part of this whole thing. Of all the stuff going on, my favorite part is this: they issued 455.5 million preferred shares and 455.5 million ordinary shares that total. 911. 911 million shares. Yep. I love that little Toast. brand play, a little Easter egg in there. You got to always <laughs> love the little brand team. was like, I know what we can do. Let's go talk to the finance team. Like, does anybody know anybody over there? They're like, no, they always tell us to stop doing things. Well, <laughs> let's bring them an idea. They might like this. Right? If you're a marketing director, you know, the, you know, this happens, right? You walk up to the owner. You're like, I got this crazy cool idea. The owner's like, that's awesome. Let's go talk to the controller. The controller's like, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> why right because someone in the money. finance office was like you're seriously gonna make us split up 911 million you're gonna like we couldn't do 900 million, you know right you know, i don't know what happens to the half share right because <laughs> there's 455 and one half shares right like i just there's a great scene in there somewhere like where the brand guy was like hey bro i got like this idea <laughs> the guy comes around turns around looks down and, and like probably i don't know there, there's a thing there. There's a thing there. So if you want to buy some Porsche shares, um, they trade on European exchanges, uh, Berlin, Dusseldorf, Frankfurt, Hamburg, Hanover, Munich, Stuttgart. Um, you have to go get an account at a European brokerage. Sorry uh, to all of our, I don't know, maybe I'm underselling them. Can you do this on like TD Ameritrade or Robinhood or anything like that? No clue. Yeah. Not a day. Trade. We're the wrong people Couldn't to ask that. about that. We are not investment advice for people. We're <laughs> brand people. 9-11, go. go. <laughs> Speaking of brand people. Stop. Segway. Time. Uh, <laughs> Tesla 
has recently pulled its autopilot team. That's the team working on full self-driving to help out the Optimus humanoid robot team. Meet an end of month deadline. That's a sentence that if I heard myself read it uh, 10 years ago, three years ago, <laughs> he's like, who are you kidding, man? In 2019, like humanoid robot, t- only in 2019, right? right? That is a 2022 headline if we've ever read one. Last night on Twitter, again, another thing 10 years Naturally, ago. Naturally, right? On Twitter. A Tesla owner asked CEO Elon Musk. So this is, again, craziness if you think about it. Just a, a Tesla owner is asking the world's richest man <laughs> about like, not a problem Pause. about how <laughs> about how about you know what they're going to do to fix a feature in autopilot and Elon responds to this and he's like hey just by the way I want to let you know the autopilot team is currently working with the AI humanoid team to hit a deadline he goes oh and by the way we also have an update on uh, summon and auto park coming. By the end of the month, yeah, like that, you know, that conversation just happened. <laughs> just right? a couple things, right? <laughs> hey, just so you know, this is what we're working on. We got some end of month deadlines. That's why we're pausing on autopilot. It's not so big of a deal. <laughs> back to your Twitter rant, <laughs> right? <laughs> then you hear the toilet flush, and Elon goes back to whatever he was doing. <laughs> so there's basically oh, a deadline gosh. at the end of the month for Optimus. They're, they're say they're going to have a fully like working prototype of this humanoid robot uh, at Tesla AI Day, I think is the first week in October, maybe. Um, and That's also, they appear to have plans to release an updated version of Smart Summon or Auto Park. So if you're not familiar with it, that's where like you get your groceries at the grocery store and you click the little button and your car comes out of the parking space and comes and meets you at the front. A whole bunch of problematic things with that, but if they can figure that out, I'm going to be super happy because that is that is the in upstate <laughs> New York. In upstate oh, New sure. York, dude, that walk is disgusting. Like three months out of the year, just yeah. slush and tell it to do it when it's snowing. <laughs> right. Well, all your sensors are covered in six inches of snow. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Um, Who knows? But in in another tweet, so in another tweet, because once you get tweeting, right, you're going to keep tweeting. Um, Might as well just go through a thread. Musk says the full self-driving beta that they just released, he said the beta looks good. Um, they're going to be extending it to 160,000 owners in the U.S. and Canada. Um, earlier in the year, he said, like, hey, we're going to turn this Tesla fleet into, uh, you know, have one million quote-unquote, robo-taxis by the end of the year. They've appeared to abandon that one, um, and they're just, like, looking forward to, like, a really healthy beta by the end of the year on full self-driving. So, I mean, whether or not you love it or hate it, Tesla, Musk, whatever that is, all of these things, as anecdotal as we kind of make them, really are moving the bar forward for the industry, for adoption, for just even, like, public comfort around talking about them. Like, that's, yep. it's like, 90% of it is just... I think that's the biggest thing. It's like, oh, that's a reality. Okay, let's let's talk right. about what that looks like for us in, in daily life, and then for other manufacturers and other technology companies to go. Okay, there's the the bar moved. Let's either get to that or go past it and continue to iterate on what we have because we all know this is st- again back to the early adoption. This is early adoption phase, and 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 we're gonna grow based on like what more mass mass uh, the masses adopt and and it's coming quickly i will say that it, it's coming a lot quicker than i than i maybe even anticipated i want i, I it is going to be interesting to see what happens we never would have anticipated today right three years ago right where we are today how things advanced and no. the adoption of electrification just just like anything the more you talk about the more it's normalized the more it's likely to happen right because the less the less you know 
mental roadblocks in the way, the less physical roadblocks people are willing to put in the path. So, um, yeah, I think that statement you just made is probably pretty accurate. It's probably going to come faster than we think. Oh, yep. But who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I was sitting. We thought I, that about the metaverse and, you know, basically that's, that's so true, dude. Down. I mean, like, look, I remember when Pokemon Go came out and everyone's like, this is it. Right. They just yep. cracked. They just cracked the egg. Right. So now it's like a lot of people are going to be all these AR experiences everywhere. The iPhone's able to do it and deploy it well. And guess what? Right. Not. No. Well, so, but you see, I mean, you see where that leans, the, because like what Home Depot and Lowe's have been able to do practical deployments, right? They've practically deployed it into a space saying, okay, yep, that was a grand vision. Yep. Now let's take that and make it more practical for users on a daily basis. And I think, okay, so maybe robo taxis is the vision, but let's make it practical for a, a day-to-day, you know. Yeah, for a car to drive you somewhere yep. without hitting something. Exactly. <laughs> yep. So I was, maybe there. I was eating my breakfast and like reading the story and, I did kind of for a second, like my mind like went to like, what'd it be like if there was like a humanoid robot in my kitchen right now? Like full on iRobot. Bringing right me there. some orange juice or something right now. I was like, that would be really weird. Uh, but, but my next thought was like, somebody will do it and people will get used to it. Yeah. Without a doubt. I don't know if I'd ever get used what to it. What would it be like if you're, what would it be like in 2001 if your phone was much more a camera than it was a phone? Yeah. That's a good point. Right. What do you mean it can hear everything? What do you mean it's always listening? What do you mean it can do this exactly. and this and this and this? I don't know. We'll see where that goes. But I, I bet when you and I are old dudes, we're going to really appreciate having humanoid robots around to do stuff for us and cars that drive us where we need to go. I'm looking forward to that. I feel like we got, I feel I like so. we're going to get the best deal out of this because we've gotten to experience all the like, all the now stuff. But then like yep. by the time the conveniences are there, like I want those like Honda super leg exoskeleton legs. Right. So I can still like. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. All right. We've All right. gotten sideways. Speaking of the future of transacting. Things. Segway. Time. Pull up. Sometimes you just need a segue to pull you out of something. Get him out. Get pull out. up, pull up. This is some kind of Tuesday. I think part of the reason is that you and I have been in this vacuum for the last four months of a SotoCon. So I'm our days. I were actually play. told my wife, I said, I feel like today's my first work day again. <laughs> Right. It's like, oh, there's a meeting and then there's some intention and then there's another me and then here's some intention. And like, it's all kind of broken up. And I feel like I'm walking into a day. No, you know, it's, it's an like, eerie, okay. awkward feeling, honestly. Yes. Yeah. It, because our days were scheduled to the minute back to, right. back to back to back to back to back to back for like four months. And so now it's like, oh, man, like we can do a 20 minute podcast. Like, I don't know when you want to roll the podcast, right? Let's let's just talk about exoskeleton <laughs> robot like, speed it up to two. Yeah, like, what are these guys. guys doing? Hey, by the way, if you are still listening, which we doubt at this point, but if you're still listening, check out the LinkedIn page. There's a lot of activity going on, a lot of conversation. That following has grown quite a bit since the really in the last 30 days. So we have a lot of new people yeah. in the community. Um, if you're watching videos, right, interact with the lives, um, the Auto Collabs lives at noon. We're really just seeing good community flourish on LinkedIn. And that just happens to have become like our center point, which is pretty cool. Which is pretty yeah, cool. LinkedIn, LinkedIn is a good, good place to be. Good place to be. Um, I was about to try to do another segue. So yesterday we're going to talk about the Ethereum merge. It's been a while since we talked about cryptocurrency. Um, you know, it's, it's had a bumpy ride. Kyle. It has I don't know if you've noticed. Ride. You know, I think yesterday, uh, even Bitcoin fell below 19. It, you know, it was holding at like 21, 22 for a long time, and it's fallen below 19K. I don't, I haven't looked today whether it's back up or not, but um, 
But the the really cool thing that happened over the weekend was that the Ethereum merged. So uh, going to uh, the next version of Ethereum did happen. So uh, I think it's it's called uh, 2.0, right? Ethereum or no, Ethereum. What's it? What is it called? I think it's now, just called now, Ethereum. Now, Maybe. I don't, know. I don't know. I think it's still just Ethereum. But essentially what happens is is <laughs> when the so all uh, everything that happens on in in cryptocurrency requires a ton of energy because the processing power to create the chains that that secure all of the systems just in like server space and power are vast. We actually ran the story of another web3 platform, another crypto platform that was reducing transaction debt on energy uh, this summer, but Ethereum has worked to go to their 2.0 system which now uses 95.5% less power. It's a lot. Meaning less. meaning they are now saving the amount of power equal to the annual consumption <laughs> of the whole country of New Zealand. That's unbelievable. That's ridiculous. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Just the complex computations that had to happen um, yeah. in order for that for that to I can't even believe like that much power is happening. Hey, now we can charge. Think of how many EVs we can charge with all that. Yep. Well, but you think uh, like you think about what what happens over time, and and since it's such an early adopted technology, just think about this, right? When when the computer was first installed, it was the size of like a whole conference hall. Yeah, vacuum and, tubes and all that. Whatnot. And now and now you've got like a billion times the computing power in your phone. And so that's just happening with, you know, with Web3, with cryptocurrencies. And we're just starting to see like early moves to reduce the power consumption and, and the debt on, on energy, which is, it's a great move for cryptocurrency overall. A lot of people perceived that it might actually help Ethereum jump, uh, but it's uh, now hit a seven week low of on Sunday of about $1,200. So yeah. Uh, didn't help out initially, but Who I think long knows? run, it's a good move. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think Web3 applications, right, an easy way to think about it, like, oh, well, this NFT is just an image. Well, it's like, well, different. Like, if you have an image on your computer, that is stored on the internet, or if it's on a website, that's on the internet. The other image is actually on the blockchain, which is a totally different is a totally different storage box, is a totally different system. And Ethereum actually processes contracts. So it's a lot of if-thens. Right. When this happens, it triggers this, it triggers this. So if you think of buying a car, if you think of buying a home, right? Once the title search is done, this happens. Once this is signed off on, this happens. And it's verifiable. You know, it's not gonna get lost in the file cabinet. It's on the blockchain forever for everyone else to verify. So there's a lot of utility to cryptocurrency. I know it, it can be a little confusing. We know that it's sometimes it's just like, oh, I'm not thinking about that right now. And then some people just were looking to invest money and and make a, make a quick buck on it. But the bottom line is Web3 is here to stay. Blockchain is here to stay. How it pans out, what it's worth, we don't know the answers to any of those questions. But we want to keep you at least paying a little bit of attention to it because especially in service departments, car titles like this is going to affect exactly. the automotive yeah. industry yep. um in a really positive way and so as we're going it's our job to just like put our arms out and try to like just herd this whole industry in the direction of like what culture is doing what technology is doing broadly not just outside automotive so we hope that today you took all of that you'll have some takeaways and you'll actually just maybe think of things from a little different perspective as you walk into your stores walk into your companies and in the end the bottom line how can we use it to serve people